Welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. And there is more meat on the bone still of recruiting day. It's a holiday that keeps on giving. We gave you general stuff. It's a bucket of chicken. It's not a. There's not. We're not dealing with one piece here. It's, it's, a, a, it's not a box. It's not a basket. No. 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 You know it's that not guy even that one of those with, cardboard KFC. But I'm talking about mm, like a no. like a Home Depot five gallon bucket full of chicken, not full of vomit. No, no, Clint, no, no. We mind you. We have we have gotten that out. The sanitized, the new stock. sanitized and ready. No, I've I've just thrown those out. I'm not reusing those things. Listen, times are tough. Times yeah. are tough. I keep them out behind the shed. Football season will be here before you know, and I'll need those buckets again. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Uh, yesterday, the podcast, we went ahead and covered the general overview and kind of the culture shift that has happened at Georgia with recruiting and the expectations we have, which, again, we'll reiterate and we'll we'll put our name to it. The next National three years, championship. National championship, college football playoff. We have the most talented roster in all of college football. So just just know that. Okay, heading into every game, we have better players than any other team in the nation, bar yeah. none. So we should uh, act like that. So we should act like that. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. What, it's it's just a tr- shake what your mama gave you. You know, is what I'm what I'm basically saying. Oh, so I'm, okay. So I'm trying to get after. Um, words words that I like to live by. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that is more true than not. Uh, we're back today. We're going to talk about specifics within the recruiting lists that are now signed and committed to come to Georgia. Uh, and if you haven't caught on so far, Daniel and I are experts at being fans, and that is the list ending right there. The expertise ends at being fans. What Kirby is to being a recruiter, we are to being fans. We're just, that's just what we do. You know, we just, we've got a gift, and we don't like to stray from it. We like to stick, stay in our lane. And so that's what we've done. We have um, created a podcast for fans, by fans, just regular fan conversations. So we'd love your input, your thoughts, your opinions, uh, your takes. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you can feel free to reach out to us at uh, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com or on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We'd love to engage with you, uh, hear your thoughts, hear your opinions, um, your segment ideas, anything that you want to hear us cover on the show. Uh you can feel free to reach out to us there. Download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, all the things. You know the drill. It's Friday. By Friday, I, I kind of lose interest in this this whole part it of the show. becomes shorter Just, and shorter each time. You do, the th- you do the thing that you know you're supposed to do, and we'll do the thing that we know we're supposed to do, and then we'll have, a great, we'll have a great relationship. That's I don't perfect. know why more people don't do this, Clint. Just more. Why don't people just do the thing they're supposed to do? Daniel, as I say often, why am I the only one adulting? Why? You you do you, and we'll uh-huh. do us. That's it. And then things will be great. Okay? So you know the things you're supposed to do. Uh, as for today, Clint, where do you want to start our conversation today relating to this signing class? Uh, the number wanna... one signing class in Hey-o. the country. hey Here's what I want to ask, Daniel. From this recruiting class, from this number one nationally ranked top composite score, uh, I want to know who the quickest one into the starting lineup of this list is going to be. So I want to an- ask you, from all all 25, which, by the way, I, we didn't talk about this on last uh, episode's mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, okay. We have 25 total, uh, right? Or is it or is it 26 now? No, it's 25. I think it's 25. Um, yeah, it's 25. Okay. Now, when, we, the, get that, when we get that random weird flip that's late, 
that nobody anticipates that like the letter of intent got lost in the fact then it'll be 26 i don't know you know that that birthday present that like dad like oh no what do we have here behind the couch uh, right. Kirby pulls one of those. Yeah, that, that might be true. But 25 commits. Not only that, but Daniel, we have like a whole nother reserve of walk-ons that are three stars. Like I swear we have four or five walk-ons that are three star rated. One of them, the son of Will Muschamp? <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe we oh didn't say gosh. this on the pod yesterday. Stop everything. Stop everything. <laughs> yeah. Edit. Producer Michael, what Pre- have you done? Insert this. Somebody cut this out and insert okay. it into yesterday's podcast. Okay. Okay. We'll do. Um, the so let me just re- recap for you what's happened in life. This is real life. I'm describing now. Okay. <laughs> Not an alternate universe, but no. This is real life. Okay. Uh, the son uh-huh. of Will Muschamp, who is the head coach at the University of South Carolina has signed as a walk-on for Kirby Smart at the University of Georgia. Did I leave anything out? No, no. I mean, he had he had offers. It wasn't like he was begging for offers, Dan. This kid had offers to go nationally, a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. And uh, he decided to go not only to stay in the to stay near home, but to stay in the SEC and play and play for a school in which his dad plays against every single year on the opposite sideline from said father. Okay. Um, real quick. Um, what's the limit, the number of players that you're allowed to sign unless you're Alabama and you break the, the rule every year and somehow don't ever get penalized for it? What's the, what's the number of recruits that you're allowed to sign? It's, uh, it's 25. Am I, am right. I right about that? Well, well, uh, it depends on 25 or 26. Let's just, let's just say that because Tw- there are some years oh, sure. that you can get that carryover. 25 or 26. Got it. Got it. So if I were to tell you that South Carolina has 23 signees. <laughs> <laughs> so even if last year they had that one carryover and this year they're short one. They would still have 24. Listen to me, people. (laughs) Will Will Muschamp had an available scholarship (laughs) to give to his son, a quarterback. But the the quarterback was like, nah, dad, I'm I'm good. You keep the scholarship. Instead, can I have (laughs) $200,000? To go and pay my own way <laughs> to go to the university, to go to the University of Georgia, and Will was like, "Yeah, I understand. Here you yeah, go. I, here, no, you I, go. I totally get you. I I'll totally. cut the check. No big deal. That's um, oh, that's, that's real so life. That's, that's what so happened. Um, okay, now that that's done, Daniel, okay. who is the who is the player from this recruiting class that will be the fastest to start on this Georgia football team? Well. I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit here, and I'm going to let you deliberate and try to come up with an answer. And I'm going to name the player that is definitely going to start week one 1,000%. And his name is Darnell Washington, Uh the tight end. Uh Uh, Darnell Washington 
is in the starting lineup on week one, and I don't think you can. I don't think you can start any sooner than that. You, so you can't. G Day does not count as an actual correct, correct. actual game. He, he will not be starting on G Day, but uh, he will be starting week one. And um, yeah, it's Darnell. The the answer is Darnell Washington. Hmm. Daniel, the quickest one to start. It, he, Darnell Washington may be in the starting lineup, uh, but the I mean, you're st- big on this transfer tight end. I'm big game, so on the kitty. Like, I, I am big on I, the kitty. I, I'll, just, I'll admit. I'll admit. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to disrespect Mr. Washington. And by the way, I am calling him Mr. Washington, just like Oops. I called DeAndre Swift's dad Mr. Swift. So correct. Let's just get that the out. The difference is this kid's 17 years old. <laughs> yeah. And I still give him his due respect. Correct. Um, Broderick Jones. Broderick Jones is your day one starter, left tackle. Pencil it in right now. Left tackle. Left tackle, Broderick Jones. You're going to go ahead and make a stand. I'm making a stand. I want this kid day one. He will start day one. I want him on the left side. Give it to me now. I I said this to you before um, in a a one-on-one conversation we were having a while ago. And I'll say Mm -hmm. to you again. If a freshman starts at left tackle, I hate everything. Wow. I just, I don't care if it's Broderick Jones uh, or who it is. I don't want a freshman starting at left tackle. It, it, there, no matter who you've signed, it's a sign of weakness for your team because you shouldn't have a freshman starting at left tackle. You shouldn't. You should have players in place that are good enough to beat him out. And if you don't, then you don't have good enough players in place. Now, it's very possible that we don't have good enough players in place, but that's not what I want to be the case. I do not. I want somebody to be better than him, and I yeah. want Broderick Jones to be starting at right tackle in week I want, one. I want a lot of things, Daniel. I want all the sure. things. Okay, but sure. Some things you just don't get. Uh, I got another question for Daniel right after this. Okay, as we continue to go down and we look over this list of the number one recruiting class, here's my second question to you. What current player on this roster is in the biggest trouble? Whose job is in jeopardy right now because of this recruiting class? It's going to be, I don't know, maybe midway through the season or, or, or maybe uh, by the end of the year who will have catapulted themselves above a current entrenched starter or veteran on this team. This one is tough for me, um, and I went back and forth a couple different ways. I'm going to let you answer first, and I'm going to buy myself a little bit more time to think it over because I've got a couple people that I'm looking at and I'm thinking about, but I'm wondering if what you say about it is mm. going to sway me. Mm. And so I'm going to let you answer first. Okay. Uh, well, this, this question, I'm gonna, my answer has a caveat. And the caveat is okay. if Marcus Roseme, I'm already You're hedging. Already. If Marcus Roseme can come in day one and commit himself to blocking, watch out anyone not named Jorge Pickens. So you're putting Dominic Blaylock on notice. I'm putting right Dominic Blaylock on notice. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm putting because look, uh, do you want another six-two, two hundred-pound kid on on the field? I do. I want I want Jamie Newman throwing up rocks, 50-50 balls all day long. Well, sure. Marcus Marcus has the skill to go with it, and and I hedge it because 
him or Burton, Speedster. I mean, our wide receiver core was not illustrious last year. Um, which, by the way, uh, could you name? Well, maybe we'll get to this question. Maybe I'll ask. This, maybe I'll save that question. But anyway, Marcus Roseme, if he comes in day one, learns how to block, watch out. Wide receivers not named Jorge Pickens. You know, uh, there's a lot of names. I want to get real spicy here. Mm. <laughs> like I want to get. I know I you wanna, won't. I want to get. I know you won't. I want to get freaking freaking ghost pepper spicy here. Um, you'll play it safe. Don't worry. The name I want to say is Jordan Davis. Don't act like. Don't act like. Oh no! Somebody won't come in and take your job real quick if you oh, don't. If you're not no. paying attention. <laughs> okay, that's the. That's and by the, the way, that somebody is six three, three hundred pound, top ten draft pick already being projected, Jalen Carter. Yeah. That's the mega spicy take that I want to give you. I want to give you, like, hey, sea monster, go t- go take it, go go hop hop down on the bench because, like, we got we got other guys that are ready to rotate in, right? I want to give you the take that says, in the same way, I want to give you the take that says, like, hey, Aziz Ojolari, oh, don't act like your job is safe. Because oh. Mikhail Sherman, these are guys that I'm very high on. Um, but, but Clint, I think the name that I'm going to go with is Zamir White. Hey-o. I think it's most obvious. I think Zamir White. This was my second choice. Look out. Yep. Just look out. And I don't know if it's going to be Spicy Dijon. Or if it's going to be Kendall Milton. By the way, I'm workshopping, just sticking with Dijon, and I think I think it's going to work for me. It's, so I'm going to stick well, with it. I think I'm going to stick with it. Uh, I don't know who it's going to be, if uh, it, but I suspect maybe it'll be Milton. But with these running backs, you never know. Like you, you Edwards never know. could come in. Edwards could come in and just decide he's ready to go for it and whatever. Um now look, could Zamir White vault to the next level and become the player that we all thought he was? Yes, he could. But I've seen enough times to know that mm-hmm. that there's a decent chance he might not. And and we all know James Cook has been a very has been a huge disappointment to this point in his career. Not that he couldn't turn it around. There's only one of us, and by us, I don't just mean you and I. I mean all of Georgia fans that all think that Nation. Kenny McIntosh is the next Herschel Walker, as and you've said repeatedly on this podcast. <laughs> For those of you who have not uh, been with us long, just to let you know, Daniel lies. I have said Kenny um, McIntosh is better than Zamir White. That I'll stick with. But, but I think there are carries to be had. We yep. both agree with that. And I think one of these backs could come in and take them. So Zamir White, you're on notice. Uh, Somebody's absolutely. coming for your job. Also, Jordan Davis, look out. Whew. Whew. That is a spicy take. Look, uh, spicy Dijon Edwards. Uh, this is a very, very 
under the radar pickup. Um, I was a 49ers fan for a long time, uh, and then I wasn't uh, because I realized the NFL is just trash. Um, hmm. And then I became a Georgia's fan, and, and that's what I've lived and breathed. But for a long time, Frank Gore, toe to the rock for the 49ers, and the dude uh-huh. was just Mr. Dependable. I'm going to batter you around. I'm 5'9 and 210 pounds, and uh, I'm just going to be here doing my job for 16 years. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, Remember he's when cur- Frank Gore was carrying the ball when you were a teenager? He's still I, in the I NFL do. today. <laughs> today. Just let that sink in. And, and yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's what Edwards reminds me of. And if you're under mm-hmm. the radar on who this cat is, I, I'm very high on him. I can't wait to get him in a uniform and have him. He, he sounds like the guy after a, after a game-winning touchdown when an interview, when a reporter asks him, hey, how was that? He goes, it was good. It's Happy to win the game. Can I can I leave now? Can I leave so, now? Clint, let me like that let me let me read off some names to you. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna follow it up with a question because I can't help but notice that neither of us mentioned a name. Mm. And I've got a question about said name. First I wanna just inform you in case you've forgotten. Tyson Campbell. 6'2", 185, junior. Tyreek Stevenson, 6'2", 202, sophomore. DJ Daniel, 6'1", 185, senior. Eric Stokes, 6'1", 185, junior. Mark Webb, 6'1", 200, senior. Jeez. Any of those guys any good at at football? A lot of them are very good at football. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many corners does one play at a time in a game, typically? Well, typically on, on a base defense, you got two, sometimes mm-hmm. going to three. Okay. So I just rattled off five names, mm-hmm. all of which had significant playing time last year. Okay. Um. Number one player that we signed in this class by the name of Keely Ringo. He finds himself 6'2", 205, five-star from Arizona, corner. Number four overall player in the nation, Clint. Neither of us mentioned him as a player who was good. None of us said Tyson Campbell, look out, somebody's coming for your job. None of us said Tyreek Stevenson, look out, somebody's coming for your job. Eric Stokes. So I ask you, Clint, best player that we signed in this class, is he going to play this year? And I'm talking about on defense. Don't give me on special don't, teams, don't do, whatever. Yeah, we don't, don't know do who's going to. I'm not Kirby. Okay, I don't care about special teams. Is he going to play on defense this year? Uh, Daniel, I'm going to. Uh, I'm not punting. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come back in our third segment. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to answer myself. The question I'm going to ask you that I think will answer your question. All right. Here's my question, Daniel, that I will go ahead and answer. The most likely from this recruiting class to make Mount Rushmore. We gave a we gave a personal Mount Rushmore out um, preseason last year. We'll probably do it again this year. Maybe things have changed. Maybe we'll just add some revisions to it. But the person, the player in this recruiting class that's most likely to make Mount Rushmore of the greatest cornerbacks ever to play at the University of Georgia Put me down for Keeley Ringo, most likely to make that Mount Rushmore, Daniel. Okay. So many questions. Number one. Number one. 
I just want to clarify. This is uh-huh. your Mount Rushmore of UGA corners, not corners. your all-time not- Mount Rushmore of UGA. No, 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 not, okay. not, no, no, specific to corners. We're not putting not, them no, up there with David Pollock and Champ no, and no, like no, all no. the, yeah. No, okay. I feel like that, I feel like that Mount Rushmore, it would need to take a two-time national champion to, to subvert him or to, to put himself into that Mount Rushmore. I'm talking cornerback specific Mount Rushmore. Got it. Keely Ringo is my most yeah. likely to make that list. Okay, I'm going to tell you who I think my most likely to make the Mount Rushmore is, but you still didn't answer my question. <laughs> I, I, well, I, is Keely Ringo going to play this year? Yes. Is the yes. question. Yes. How much I'm, and in I'm what setting say, is he going to play? Is Keely uh, Ringo going to be starting by the end of the year? Keely Ringo will, um, I, I'm not, again, I want to say this, Keely Ringo will start more than three games for the University of Georgia this year. Okay. He will start more than three games this year because you know how it happens. That's like, fair. I don't. Yeah. You, I, know, I, you know what I'm saying? Because he could start at star. He could, he could, you know, like so many times last year, the cornerback position was a revolving door, except for Stokes. Stokes kind of locked down. But there was always this change. And, and the year before that, too, there's always this. Is it Campbell? Is it Stevenson? Who's it going to be? Um, I, think, I think Ringo has a chance to start three games this year very easily. All right, who's, your who's, Mount, on who's, my, who's, yeah, who's, who's your Mount most likely to make a Mount Rushmore? This is tough because um, I want to say, I want to go back to the well and say the two recruits that I've talked about the most in this class that I maybe am the most excited about, it shouldn't come as a surprise to you, are Jalen Carter and Darnell Washington. And so mm-hmm. I want to say one of those two guys. They play defensive tackle and tight end, two positions that happen to be loaded when you look at the history of the University of Georgia football. Yes. Tough to work your way on that tight end Mount Rushmore. It is deep. The answer is, and if I could just hedge, the sure. answer is a wide receiver. <laughs> there's, n- <laughs> there's, there's almost no doubt in my mind. The problem is... Nobody has a clue which of these wide receivers is going to emerge as a real threat, as a real star. Is it going to be Robinson, the kid that's already on campus, who has got elite size, not as highly rated as some of the others, but is, you know, up there in the 6'4", 6'5", range? Is it going to be Marcus Roseme, the highest rated of the wide receivers, uh, or is it going to be just one of the burners? You know, mm-hmm. Arian Smith, Jermaine Burton. I think any of those guys could emerge as the best wide receiver in this class. But I think it's entirely likely. And I would say it's more likely than not that one of those wide receivers, when all is said and done, is one of the four best wide receivers to ever play at Georgia. Uh, I, I'm going to accept your hedge bet because I can't argue with it. If if I had a if there was a prop bet somewhere that we could make, that would be the I'd put heavy money on one of those four making. Because listen, Rushmore. you can't say that about any other position group. Like you can't say that about the corners we signed. That it's more likely than not that one of those corners is going to be on the Mount Rushmore. Now you could I mean you could say your most likely is 
uh, Ringo, and that's fine. But it's not over 50% no. that Ringo is going to be. You can't say that about the tackles, that it's more likely than not that either Broderick Jones or Tate Ratledge or Chad Lindbergh or whatever is going to be one of the four best tackles that we've ever signed. But with the wide receiver group, I feel I feel like it probably is. I think right now you've got A.J. Green mm-hmm. and you've got mm-hmm. Terrence Edwards. And you got, got, I was going to say, you got a couple blank spaces before. And, and then... You're hoping you have George Pickett's? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. where are we going to go next? Uh, I think there's that this offense does evolve. You're going to see a lot more utilization of the wide receivers, and I think you could just end up with a system that really benefits them over the next four years. So uh, I, I like one of the wide receivers. That's a great bet. Uh, Daniel, really quick, I'm going to just read for you because Keely Ringo – I. I'm just going to read for you his evaluation description. You tell me if this doesn't fit a Kirby Smart defense. Long, projectable frame, muscular build, yada, yada, yada. Talks about that. Explosive athlete, terrific straight line speed, length to cover, highly competitive and thrives in man coverage. Stingy mm. near the line of scrim- scrimmage. Opens his hips easily to stay with speedsters. Very good ball skills. Tends to get too physical at times, so we'll need to harness that aggression. Nope, don't harness it, Keely. Don't listen to <laughs> no, whoever that that no, idiot no. is. That no, no, is not. You just you you let the coaches coach you up. I was don't just going to say, the guy from twenty four seven coach you up because no, no, no. Kirby Smart is going to look at you and say no words, and you're no you're going to know exactly what he expects of you. You go beat a wide receiver into the ground all day long. No one's going to fault you for that. Is, uh, Keely, is Keely Ringo my new favorite player? Uh, Daniel, I'm telling you. Potential to start at any Power 5 program as a true freshman. Upside as a first-round NFL draft selection. And he is, again, 6'2", 205. Runs the 100-meter in 10.58 seconds. Daniel? I just... You saw the... Oh, man. Oh, man. Now I'm going to get I'm gonna get a little carried away in my head. Uh-huh. Come I'm on. talking about... Keely Ringo. Listen, you saw the you saw the the kid from LSU last yep. year, right? And he came in, you saw what he was able to do in terms of being a a, a weapon as a true freshman. Mm-hmm. Care to posit a guess? As to what his little number, little decimal number that w- that was next to his name in twenty four seven rankings last year, he was a five star kid. He um, was the number three overall recruit in the country. Yeah, last year. Yeah, he was a point nine nine eight zero. Okay. Okay. That, that sounds great. Given the fact that, yeah, that's that is out of a possible one point oh. So he's a nine nine eight zero. Keely Ringo, on the other hand, is the number four overall player in the country, and he is rated a point nine nine seven six. Oh. Four ten thousandths uh-huh. of a point less. <laughs> so 
Well, this sounds intriguing, interesting, all the things. Sign me up. I may have just talked myself into liking Keith Lee Ringo more than I had. I just put him on Mount Rushmore, and all, all of a sudden, sudden, all of a sudden, Eric Stokes, <laughs> move <laughs> aside. <laughs> We're done with you. No, that's obviously ridiculous. Uh, but look out. I mean, look out for a kid like this. No, absolutely. Uh, we shall see. It's gonna be. It's gonna be exciting to watch. All right, we got more. Uh, thoughts and opinions. We will um, spend some time next week. Uh, and before too long, we're getting, as we get closer and closer to the spring game, we will we will dive deeper and deeper into this roster. We will look at who's entrenched in their starting spots and who is pushing for time. Uh, we got lots more to talk about as it relates to this football team, uh, the basketball team. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Let me just let me just tell you, if you if at any point you didn't think we were gonna lose that game on yeah. Wednesday to Florida, may God have mercy on your soul. You may no God one to blame is have you. mercy on your soul. If your basketball team has blown one twenty point lead this year, we can't relate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we've blown two 20-point leads. Daniel and I are experts at being fans. Georgia basketball expert at blowing leads. Blowing 20-point leads. That's what we do. Um, well. We'll be back next week to talk about all things Georgia sports. Uh, talk to you guys then. See ya.